0: I speak my mind so, free, so you could hear the truth. Yeah, that we all have fear. Hey, guys, welcome back to the podcast. This is The Truth For Youth with Micah Murphy. Um, guys, I saw something on a post that really, it, it kind of bothered me uh, on multiple ways. For one, I just, I hurt for the person because of the post and it just made me think about even some times in my past when I had maybe had those thoughts. Um, and that post was this. It was an individual. And I'm going to say right off the bat, I, I don't know the context behind the post. Um, so I'm going to kind of make some, some judgment calls, I guess, or some, some suggestions as to why I think this individual may have posted that. But, but this was the post. I hate the way God made me. I hate the way God made me. And this was the post, you know, on social media. So obviously, you know, people were commenting on it. But a couple things come to mind right off the bat is, one, that person was probably having a bad day. You know, like if you're if you're making a statement like that that says, I hate the way God made me, um... Yeah, you, you must be having a bad day, bad week, bad month. I mean, you know, maybe it was a couple of days that built on top of one another and, and it kind of got this person to a, to somewhat of a breaking point. Um, so that was one of the thoughts. You know, I felt, I felt bad. I, you know, there was empathy that went out for me just to like, man, you know, for someone to say that they, they're struggling, right? They're, they're having some difficult, moments in life. And the other thing that occurred to me is like, why would somebody say that? Um, and I even thought back to times in my life where I've struggled, and, and maybe I did say that I hated certain things about myself. I don't think I ever said I hate the way God made me. I may say, uh, I sure wish God would have made me this way or that way. I don't know if I ever used the words hate, because um, obviously that's a pretty strong, pretty strong word, and that means someone's hurting pretty bad, I think, to use that. Um, but here are the two things that, that come to mind, and, and they come to mind because, A, I've had life experience, right, so I kind of can, can draw from that, as well as my experience as a youth pastor and just working for te- with teenagers for over two decades and just knowing what they go through and what they deal with and, and young adults. So here are my two thoughts why someone would get to that point. One, they're either not happy with some kind of Trait within themselves, whether that be a physical trait, um, m- maybe they're, they're not happy with their looks. From it could be weight, it could be certain features that they don't like. Um, it could be disabilities that they possibly have, um, or it could be intellectual. Maybe maybe they're not. They have a difficult time. You know, studying or in school, and they they hate that. They hate the way they struggle and maybe can't learn like some of their peers. Could be a social thing. You know, some people uh, wish they were more, you know, uh, socially involved, or uh, I don't know the word I'm looking for, but but where they can interact better with others in a social environment. Um, It could be an emotional, you know, maybe they deal with certain emotions that they really don't like about themselves. They hate the way they get anxious or they hate the way they're always stressed out or they hate the way they can go from happy to extremely depressed. So those are those are one things. Okay, so I kind of all lump that into one group of of kind of traits about themselves that they don't like, whether that be physical, mental, emotional, emotional. intellectual. And then the other one that comes to mind is kind of throwing in the second category is they don't like the thoughts or their actions. And I would kind of say that's, that's sin. That's probably a sin nature. That could be a sin habit that they're having a difficult time with. And so they're, they hate the way they think because they're having bad thoughts. They're having impure thoughts. They're having maybe what we would say evil thoughts, like wanting to harm themselves or harm others. And uh, they don't like that about themselves. Or perhaps, again, the actions. You know, they are caught up in some type of sin that they just can't seem to break free from. And it just becomes a habitual sin that they just struggle with. And look, I know that's difficult, man. When you get a... uh, a sin habit that it becomes very difficult to break. It can be very frustrating. You know, you can, you can get some dark times where you're just very frustrated with yourself. You don't like yourself because it's like, why do I keep doing these things? I know this is not right. I know God doesn't like this, um, and I don't like myself when I'm doing these things. But. You end up doing them anyways. You get caught in those moments of temptation, you get caught up in a crowd, a peer pressure, or something happens, and you wind up doing it, and then you wind up regretting it later. So those are the two big categories. And again, there's probably many other ones, but I think those, again, from my experience and working with with other teenagers, I would say those are the two big categories that would cause someone to get to the point of saying, I hate the way God made me. So it may be think, you know what, let me do a podcast about this. Let's talk about this. Why do we experience these things? And if you ever experience that, what should you do? How should you go about it? Uh, Well, first of all, I want you to realize that, look, nobody's perfect. Okay. So, you know, sometimes it's, it's tough because we see social media and we see People that seem to have the perfect life, you know, they have the perfect body or the perfect look or the the perfect life or the perfect job or the perfect friends or the perfect spouse or boyfriend or girlfriend or, you know, academics or athletics. And it's just like, ah, why can't we have that? Well, I promise you they don't have the perfect life. They may have some really good things going for them. Um. In certain areas, but I bet you every aspect of their life is not perfect, and they would probably find some aspect of your life that they envy. It may not be the same category, obviously, that you're looking at. If you're envious of their looks, perhaps they'd be envious of your intellect or your humor or your friends or your peace or your spirit or your, you know, something else. Um, So that's one thing to to look at, okay? So realize you're you're not perfect. You're not going to be perfect. But God created you perfectly in the sense that He created you the way He wanted you to be. Now, I'm going to take this in two different, two different routes here, okay? So one, just because God created you perfectly doesn't mean you live a perfect life, okay? So we all have choices. We all have decisions that we, we get to make. So just because God created you perfectly doesn't mean you get to live out you know, this perfect lifestyle of having the perfect friends and having all this and never struggling, God still wants us to work. He still wants us to work at the struggles that we have. He wants us to realize that we're not perfect, that we do need God and we do need a Savior. Okay, so we're perfect human beings in the sense that we're perfect as imperfect individuals, imperfect creations at this point in time. Now, I don't want to get off on a whole new tangent and topic of, of eventually becoming perfect and complete in a creation that God has us in eternity. That's kind of a process called sanctification. We become fully sanctified when we're dead in Christ and with Him, then we're essentially perfect. But up until that point, we're human, and that means we're imperfect, right? We, we have the sin nature. We sin. Unlike Jesus, who lived and he was able to live a perfect life, but he was only able to do that because he was also 100% God. We are not 100% God. So we're not going to be perfect. We're not going to be able to live a life without sin. So, the purpose, or one of the purposes of us not being perfect, is so that we realize that we do need God that we do need a Savior because we cannot save ourselves because we're sinful. So we need a Savior who was perfect that can die for our sins, and that's where we get Jesus Christ. He was perfect. He died for our sins. Therefore, He can be our Savior. Okay, so kind of backtrack a little bit, or not backtrack, but get back on the track that I was originally on, okay? I just wanted to make a couple side notes there. So getting back to this, cre- this creation us, that God created. He created you with a purpose. We are not some afterthought. We're not some random act that God... Oh, my mic just fell. We're not just some random act. You know, we're not just some random person that um, that God decided, Nah, eh, you know what? I'm kind of bored today. I'm going to create Micah. No, no. You see, we, we can look at how In Psalm 139, 14, it says, I will offer you my grateful heart, for I am your unique creation. Unique creation, filled with wonder and awe. You have approached even the smallest details with excellence. Your works are wonderful, and I carry this knowledge deep within my soul. Look, here's the author saying he realizes that we are all unique creations. And that's a good thing. I think sometimes we, we, see, we hear the word unique and we think, oh, man, if you're being called unique, that means you're probably uh, out there a little strange, um, you know, probably not the best characteristic to be called. But I actually got a funny story about that uh, recently. Recently. Um, someone was talking to my wife and said, give me three descriptive, you know, characteristics of your husband, of Micah. And she actually used unique and it caught me off guard. Honestly, I'm like, unique? What come on? Like really? Like, you think I'm weird? You think I'm strange? And she's kind of laughing, like, no, 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 I'm saying that in a good sense. I'm saying that you're unique, that you just do things differently. And and the way you are, you're just, you're a one of a kind. And so she meant it in a good sense. And honestly, I kind of was like, oh man, what is, where is she going with this? But uh, no, it was a good thing. And so we should see unique as a good thing. And here it is being used in Psalm 139, 14, where it says, We are a unique creation. That's a good thing, right? Like, how boring would life be if we were all the same? If we were all created exactly the same, did the exact same thing, exact, you know, that would not be good. That would not be fun. So, the fact that we're unique means that we get to be different, we can stand out from the crowd. And I know there's times when you don't want to stand out from the crowd, right? Like there's times you just want to blend in with the background and just kind of go with the flow. But there will be times in life that you want to be unique, that you want to stand out, whether that be on an athletic team, whether that be getting recognized for your academics, trying to get into an, you know, higher education, you know, hopefully you are unique and you stand out on your, your resumes or your scholarship applications, even when you're applying for jobs, you better be unique, because if you look like everybody else, you're probably not going to get hired. Um, trying to find your spouse. If you're just like every other guy or every other girl, you're probably not going to get the girl of your dreams. You have to be somewhat unique, unique in a good way, okay? So, so that's a great thing. And it's saying that God created us all unique. Now, we may not appreciate some of those unique traits, right? But God does. God created us with a purpose, with a plan, which brings me to Jeremiah 29, 11, a, a very popular verse um, that talks about how God knew the plans that he had for Jeremiah. He knew the plans before he was ever born, right? So that, that shows that God is a, a, is a God of intent, a God of purpose, a God that is thoughtful, thinks things out and plans things out. So when he created me, when he created you, it was with a purpose. It was with a plan. Now, I know it's a struggle. We've talked about this in other podcasts, like how do we know God's will and how do we know his plan for our life? And, you know, that can be a, that can be a whole, you know, separate journey that we're on. But just recognize, understand, and appreciate that you're unique that God's got a plan. He's got a purpose. He didn't create junk, right? He didn't make a mistake. Now, look, yeah, we all have things that we have to work on, okay? Let's take the physical aspect of it. You know, I'm, I'm big into health and, and exercise. So even though God gave me the body that he gave me, it's still my job to take care of it and to try to improve upon it, right? I got I to gotta feed it healthy food, If I want it to be the best it can be, I've got to exercise, uh, keep junk out of it, right? Like that is part of my responsibility. So yeah, if we let ourselves go and we don't take care of our health and we don't exercise, then yeah, we can probably be pretty dissatisfied with, quote unquote, the body God gave us. And I know some people are blessed with genetics and they don't really have to do much and they can look, quote unquote, perfect. But you know what? That's a small, small percentage And again, there's probably something else in their life that they are very envious of you or me about. So it's our responsibility. God wants us to be stewards, stewards of our body, stewards of our time, stewards of our talents, of our resources. That's all of our responsibility. And so when we're not good stewards of those things, when we blow those things, we blow our money on stupid stuff, yeah, we could probably be depressed. We can get upset. We can maybe be mad at God. Why'd you make me like this? Because I can't control my spending. Well, that comes down to self-discipline. And that, that's kind of that other category when I talked about the sin nature. You know, sometimes it's just the lack of self-discipline. Um, and I don't think anybody's born with self-discipline, honestly. I mean, I've i have been studying grit now for, uh, for a few years, okay? Like, if you don't know, I've got a company called Grit Army. And I'm all about grit, man. I think grit is one of those characteristics that we all need and we can never have enough of it. And a lot of that comes down to self-discipline. So, so having grit in our spiritual life means having that self-discipline of doing the right thing even when we don't want to. Um, resisting the sin, resisting the peer pressure, You know, turning from the evil ways of the world when it's so easy to just give into that stuff. And we're, again, we're not going to get it perfect. We're going to fail at times, but having that self-discipline and having that grit, you're not born with it. It, It's a, it's something that you have to work on. It's every day. And this is another thing I've learned just because you had grit yesterday or last year doesn't mean it sticks with you. You have to constantly work at it. It, It's, it kind of stinks, but that's the way it is. But you know what? That's the way life is. And even our spiritual walk just because you are close with God and living a holy Christian life at some point doesn't mean you're doing it today, right? Every day you have to get up and make the choice. Am I living for me today or am I living for God today? Am I going to uh, use self-discipline and live Christ-like or am I going to be a selfish individual today and just give in to all my desires and my wants and live like that? And I would say when we don't practice self-discipline and we give in to a lot of our selfish wants and desires, that will cause us to be unhappy. That will cause us to be like, why did God make me this way? Why do I always desire this or think this way or lust or uh, be envious of others? Well, maybe that's just a lack of self-discipline in your life. I'm not saying that's that's always the case. I'm saying that could be a, a possibility. That maybe we just need more self-discipline. We maybe we need a little bit more grit in our life, um, to follow through on the way God's created us to be. Um, you know, it, it's it's a tough one, right? Because I don't know the context. I, you know, the individual didn't come to me and say, "Hey, this is why I hate the way God made me," and then obviously I could address it specifically. But because it was a blanket statement, it just made me think. I know he's not the only one that feels that way, or she's not the only one that feels that way. I know I'm not the only one that feels that way. I know you're not the only one that feels that way. We all experience some type of that thought. Okay, Again, it may not be that strong of hating, but it could be like you dislike. Why did God make me this way? Why did God make me like this? Or why did God make me desire that? Or why did God not give me you know, this body or that body? Or why do I have this disability? And so for me, it goes back to that perspective. you know. And I've talked about this a lot. And man, I'm telling you, the more life that I've lived, the more I truly, truly buy into what is your perspective, how you see things, how you view things really determines a lot of your thoughts and your actions. So instead of getting mad at God or being really Mad at yourself because of some action. What if you change your perspective? You know, what if you said, okay, well, maybe I'm not perfect in this area, but God, man, thank you for this, this, and this. I bet you could name off five other areas of your life that you're super thankful for that God created, that God gave you. Perhaps the family that He gave you, the parents that He gave you, the friends that He gave you, the um, the children, you know, that he gave you, or the school, or the, the where you live, or you know, whatever it is, I guarantee you, you can name five things that you're extremely thankful for that God gave you, that God allowed you to have. So instead of focusing on maybe the one, or maybe it's a couple things that you're just really irritated about, because this is what happens when we focus on that. That becomes our soul focus, right? Like you can't think about anything else. So when we turn our focus to gratitude and we start thanking God for what he has given us and having that attitude of gratitude, then it's difficult to be upset, right? If we're constantly thanking God for the blessings in our life, it's going to be hard to turn right around in the next sentence and say, and God, then I hate you for this. (laughs) It doesn't really work that way. So... Change your perspective. Again, instead of that whole, my glass is is half empty, maybe it's half full, and even change the perspective of just be happy that you have a glass. God didn't have to create you. God didn't have to give you a life, but he has. If you're listening to this, right, you have a life, and you have the opportunity to change that life. You have the opportunity to improve on that life. So, yeah, you may not be happy with some of your actions and the way you look or the way you do things, so change. You know, implement some self-discipline. Work towards becoming all that God has created you to be. And you're not going to get it perfect. You're going to stumble along the way. But guess what? You got to get back up and you got to do it again. And then do it again. And then do it again. And again. And that's how life goes. It is a marathon of continuing to make the choice of following Christ, stumbling along the way, getting back up, Staying focused, don't get distracted, don't get, don't get lost, and stay focused on following Him and trying your hardest to become all that He has created you to be. Guys, I hope this helps. Um, you know, If you're struggling, you know, please don't be mad at God. Be grateful for who He's created you to be and how He's made you, because you are wonderfully made. You are thought out. He didn't make a mess. He didn't make a mistake. He made you the way he wanted you to make. But again, you got to work on that. You got to improve on that. Um, but you're, you're someone special. I promise you that. And God's got a special purpose and a plan for you. So don't give up. Don't get discouraged. As always, guys, I'm here for you. I love you. I care about you. You know, Shoot me an email. My email's in the show notes. And as always, if, if you come across this podcast or one of the other episodes, you're like, oh man, this is something that I think one of my friends or family or somebody else that you know of that could benefit from, please pass it along. I'd greatly appreciate it. All right, guys, love you. And we'll catch you in the next podcast. All right, guys. Someone I speak my mind so free so you could hear the truth.